0: Hey, it's Carter Riley from Ring Addicts here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Also, it's free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Carter Riley from Ring Addicts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Don't have a listenership yet? That's cool, you can still make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, live from the Rantoul Street Studio in Beverly, Massachusetts, this is Ring Addicts, your home for combat sports. And here are the hosts of Ring Addicts, Mad Attack and Blaze.
1: yeah what's up Yeah, what's up what's up what's up hey guys I'm happy to be here another pod setting up and ready to go into the show how you doing mad attack I'm doing fantastic man
2: I'm awesome glad to hear it uh Liz, uh I'm doing uh, great
1: too that super super and let, uh, let's, let's, um, hmm, I want to see, how do I want to ask you a question about Ring Addicts? But I think I'm going to hold off in, into, into this. Uh, we just want to say, like, uh, I guess the SmackDown show that we watched. Um, there wasn't a lot to really mention other than uh, you know, the hell of a match that Matt Riddle, <laughs> And uh, AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, had uh, for the Intercontinental title. Uh, and it, in terms of what that title is going to be, it's going to be an important title, uh, for AJ to once again raise that title to its most highest point. Uh, the redesign of it, uh, is. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It is all the t- the United States title got redesigned. Intercontinental title got redesigned. Um, so we'll see how I feel about it in the coming months. I, I It it doesn't annoy me. I know that. But I know it just doesn't fit the motif of all the titles on the present brands right now. But uh, we can talk about that. Uh, how did you feel about that match, Matt? Matt is that? <sighs> oh i
2: felt i felt really good about that match uh r- really good i um <clears throat> with that match and his uh his first match against a j and you know i uh, i i think um maybe i um overlooked uh matt riddle's t- uh talent a little bit because ah. oh, only because of his uh you know uh, uh, the I mean, I'm not gonna say it's cockiness. It's just, it, it, you know, he's he's very, very uh, confident. I guess, and yeah. I guess, I guess, it, it, with me, when they're that confident as he is, I, I, I get, I, I kind of like not, um, not really pay attention. But now that he's uh, on SmackDown, I have, I have gotten to get get a good look at his uh, talent, and I, and and I, I really like Matt Little. He's a, he, he's a good dude. He's, he's. He's doing it right. I mean, barefoot. I'm still like, you know, um, not with yeah. that. But but I mean, I mean, I'm with Riddle now. I'm with Riddle now. He's he's good. He earned my respect. He earned AJ's respect. So yes. uh, so like I uh, I uh, I am. Uh, all about Matt Riddle. Well, not all about him, but I I I like him now, and I and I'm uh, getting to like him a, a lot more now. So, I, I, I like that match a lot. It was great, uh, back and forth match, and uh, and yeah, AJ pulled it out fair and square, and uh, gave a handshake at the end, and yeah, I uh, I have uh, I have a lot of admiration for both of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, at the end of it, it was uh, pretty much setting for King Corbin because King Corbin hit Matt Riddle in the back. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah the check yeah. Yep. happened. So yep. that's for setting up for uh, Matt Riddle versus King Corbin, which will be a great one, and it's definitely mm-hmm. put some heat on King Corbin. So both of those guys working into the ring should, together should be a hell of a battle back and forth. Uh so I think those were the two pieces to really me- uh one thing to really mention uh about Smackdown because it like that show really didn't have enough for me enough meat on its bones for me to sink into the show so it just that was probably the only honorable mention uh other than the ominous video that we got of the Firefly Funhouse but there wasn't anything else to that uh, which he always does some little pop up on SmackDown, and that's about it. And um, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll go we'll go right into a, a slam anniversary. Let's uh, go into yep uh, Impact slam okay. Am I correct?
2: Yes, Impact okay, Wrestling we- slam anniversary. Yes.
1: Here we go, Mad Attack with the fans. Okay. Here we go. let okay.
2: us Okay. So the first match um, the, is this team. Uh, they're called the Rascals. Um, I, I can't remember their individual names right now, but they uh, are the, the other rascals and they, they laid down an open challenge for, for Slam anniversary and uh, and you know, they didn't know who it was until they came out and it ended up being the Motor City Machine Guns, which was a great match. Um, lo- lots of uh, you know, high flying and um, very very talented uh, moves in the ring, uh, by by all four of them. Uh, the Modis- Motor City Machine Guns had been had not been on. I think uh, I think Alex Shelley had been around a- in Impact and not really doing much, but uh, Chris Sabin had been gone for a while, I guess, and uh, Alex Shelley went and brought him back and. Now they're back, and they got in the ring, and they uh, took care of business just like it was 2006 again. Yeah, you know? oh, man, they
1: were a hell of a team. I remember that during uh, Impact two, 2006. Yeah. They were uh, an awesome yeah. tag team to watch, and being oh, yeah, they they... in the ring was phenomenal stuff. Yeah, it
2: was they were they were mostly heels back then yeah. and i and i don't i, I don't know i kind of think they're their face right now but like at the same time i really don't care if they're face i love them they, they um they are a pivotal part of impact right now cuz impact, impact got um in the first match they said trending number 2 the rest of the night all i could hear was trending number 1 so, oh. um, so they they did really good uh, on Saturday night, and uh, the numbers are supposed to be released uh, tomorrow or Thursday. But uh, they they did really good. I I read the that there was a um, the highest buy rate for an Impact pay per view in a long time. So, oh wow! Uh, um, so the the Motor City Machine Guns return with a win. Uh, again, it was a great match and everything. But uh, the the Motor City Machine Guns were able to pull out a win. And um, the next match is uh, Moose. um, I'm sorry. The next match is Moose and Moose. uh, Moose, I guess, has resurrected the TNA Heavyweight Championship, which um, is really odd to me. They have the TNA Heavyweight Championship and they have the Impact World Championship. Not really sure where that's going. I don't know if yes. they're gonna try and split a split impact and have like two brands or something. But uh, anyway, this is the second match, and Moose has resurrected the TNA Heavyweight Championship to defend it against Tommy Dreamer.
1: Oh, okay. at,
2: at, at least I think it's a it's a title match. I'm pretty sure it is anyway. But uh, but it was a great back and forth match. Tommy Dreamer obviously uh, went under the ring and grabbed a satchel. Uh, of thumbtacks and uh he planned on using them on moose but moose ended up using them on him and uh uh he it came to the point where moose was uh basically burying uh or uh, burying the thumbtacks with uh tommy dreamer's face he was basically pushing tommy dreamer's face into the thumbtacks and uh yeah it was it was pretty bad and uh and yeah, moose just comes out with the win and uh, you know retains that championship and um, <clears throat> then the knockouts championship um, well it, it, it this was a, a like a battle royal type uh, like match and there was a bunch of different uh, knockouts in it but the um, the winner and number one contender for the knockouts championship is Kylie Ray. Uh, she's kind of like, uh, like Bailey, he, face Bailey from, from like NXT. Um, that's kind of who Kylie Ray is. But mm-hmm. also, she's well. I, I, you know, when I say this, I also have to put myself into this too because I I do this a lot. Kylie Ray says sorry to everybody. She everybody she eliminated to, in in the in the uh, battle royal. She apologized to. Me. She eliminated them and then said sorry to each and every one of them. Really? And it, it, yeah, and it, it was it was great. It was it was great. It, it kind of makes me feel like a like a loser, but <laughs> because yeah. like everybody's always saying, Stop saying sorry, stop saying sorry. You know? <laughs> and yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. But it was yeah. it was very entertaining by Kylie Rigg to do that. But uh so sh- so she's the number one contender. And, uh, now we move on and, uh, out comes a familiar face, uh, well, not very familiar to Impact, I don't think, I don't think he was ever in Impact before, but he's a very familiar face to wrestling. Heath Slater comes out oh, and, shoot. and, and Heath Slater comes out and, you know, basically <laughs> says, you know, he's, you know, he wants, you know, he's a free agent and he, and he, uh, you know he likes the Impact brand, I guess, and he wants to uh, like, you know, uh, try his hand at um, being in Impact and and everything. Um, this guy named Rohit Raju comes out, mm-hmm. and um, Rohit Raju comes out, and uh, I, I guess he he's you know just kind of like you know he he doesn't really like. Um, like Heath Slater for some reason, uh, right off the bat. So mm-hmm. um, they were kind of like be- going back and forth for a little bit, talking and and mm-hmm. um saying stuff to each other. So um, in the back, we see Heath Heath uh, Slater walking, and 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 uh, I didn't I couldn't think of who he would see in the back, but uh, it turns out he sees Rhino. So Heath and Rhino got to ah, got to reunite and and I uh, you know have a trip to, down memory lane and everything and and um and then w- one of the writers for um Impact um his name is Scott Demore he is he was a, a very very uh, annoying obnoxious manager back in uh, 2005 2006 for um his his team, I, I believe they called each other the, the Canadians, but I'm mm. not positive. Um, and, and uh, he is now a writer for, um, for Impact, but, uh, he comes up into this, uh, reunion of Rhino and Heath Slater and he, He's just—he's just basically like he—he he doesn't want him there, and that he doesn't want him on Damn. impact and, and everything like that. So he's just kind of like, uh, like you know, you have to leave and everything like that, and and uh, and then and then Rhino and he they they uh embrace more and then the, and then uh. Heath goes off and and, and Rhino says, "Tell your kids I say, say I say hi." <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, that, yeah, uh, that
1: yeah, was that reference. was. Oh, that was great.
2: Reference. No, that was great. I, lo- I loved it. I loved it. So, um, the next match is Willie Mack versus Chris Bay for the X Division Championship. Now. Um, I, I guess back in the the mid two thousands, the early mid two thousands, um, the Ex Division Championship was supposed to be like uh, a, a certain weight class. You, you know? And um and I guess uh now that's not really the case. They have realized that uh, um that uh like a weight class isn't really the um like how Oh, it's not enforced is, is not important yes it's not important yeah. and, and should not be enforced and so the, and, and so that's what that's why Willie Mack Willie Mack, he's, he's uh, up there he's like two he's probably like 250 maybe 300 pounds you know so mm. uh, so he's so he is the, the the current X division champion at the time and he's defending it against Chris Bay who is a much suitable for the weight class, but uh, but again, they don't, they're not really enforcing that, so that's why Willie Mack had the championship at the time, but mm-hmm. it was a great back and forth match, but uh, Chris Bay came out with the win, and um and so Chris Bay is the X Division champion now.
1: Okay, instead of Willie, yeah, Willie Mack is a big dude too. Yeah, he is a big dude. He is. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, but uh, I guess the is that not, is he. Uh, let me ask you: Is he like a hot? Because I know the X Division was known for being able to do acrobatics and they were high flyers or not even so much, but they were really quick. Is he any yeah. of those things? Because I know hes I've seen him and he's a he's, really big dude, but I didn't know a, he could move yeah. quick.
2: He, um, he he is pretty pretty big, but he can move pretty quick. And, and agile um, and all and
1: that stuff.
2: Agile. He he uh, does a lot of off the top rope move maneuvers and everything. Oh, okay. So okay. so yeah, he is he is pretty agile, but yes, he is also a big boy, and yeah. So it's kind of you know it's uh, a somewhat of an unorthodox um, uh, combination, you know, weight with also being very very agile. That's that's awesome. You know, that's uh, awesome when you have that ability but um but he um he loses unfortunately to Chris Bay and Chris Bay is the new champ. And uh so as the night goes on uh the next match is a is the Impact Tag Team Championship match and it's the North the North is holding the Impact Tag Team Championship for a record setting um one it's it's over. It's over a year, so it's over 300. De- it's over 365 days, but I'm not exactly sure how much over. But uh, anyway, uh, they they defended the, cha- the tag team championship against Ten Shamrock and Sammy Callahan, and it, it, it was a great match. I, I was I was very impressed to see Shamrock and Sammy Sammy Callahan work so well together because i i i uh for a while i was pretty sure that uh that sammy was a heel and Mm -hmm. shamrock is a face but i think maybe um they have found some type of common enemy in the north Mm -hmm. and um the north by the way is uh um ethan page um He calls him All Ego Ethan Page. um, Yeah, pretty sure that's his name. Yeah, and the other um, the other half of them is Alexander. His name is Alexander. And the North. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's the two. One of the guys has the uh, old school wrestling helmet, like uh, kind of right.
2: Yes, yes, yes. That's uh, that's Alexander. I think his name is Josh Alexander. I think okay. that's his name. Yeah, yeah, he has that, and yeah, that's that, that's really cool that he wrestles with that. I, I, I think you know, it being not a necessity to wrestle with that, and the fact that some wrestlers do respect that, I think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool, you know. So, um, it was a great match, but the North would win. Um, it, it, it was uh, just basically. Um, uh, wrong, um wrong place, wrong time for uh, Sammy Callahan,
1: mm-hmm.
2: as as uh, Ken Shamrock. Got, I think I'm pretty sure Ken Shamrock got pinned, and um, and so the North would celebrate, and uh, they would basically uh, like kind of like throw down, kind of like a like an open challenge to anybody uh, that that was like willing to step up, and uh, right then and there. The uh, Motor City Machine Guns come back out, and they they say, and and, uh, this is uh, kind of upsetting for me because I don't have access right now, but but right now, Impact is on, and uh, they set a match right then and there that it would be the North defending the Impact Tag Team Championship against the Motor City Machine Guns, and that's on right now. Uh, oh. on access but i do oh. not have
1: access so access I, I, so i indeed i do uh, oh. hold on yeah but continue cuz uh let me uh, actually while you're talking... oh yeah uh, yeah. In- yeah impact wrestling access yes uh there there is uh presently sorry to slow you down presently on yeah. access right now is who's going somebody's coming to the ring somebody's uh, Eddie coming or- the ring. yeah Oh, Eddie Edwards.
2: Uh, Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Don't, um, yeah, I'll, um, I'll get back to, I'll continue with this, and we'll, and we'll. Yeah, yeah, but okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, Yeah. um, so, so the next match is for the, uh, the women's, uh, the knockouts championship.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Jordan Grace versus Diana Parazo. Now, I'll just I'm just gonna recap a little bit for Diana Parazo. Diana De- Parazo, um, she left Impact um, m- months ago, and uh, she I think she was on NXT for a little bit, but they they called her up to Raw the night after WrestleMania, and she had a one on one matchup with Nia Jax, and Nia Jax basically squashed her and, oh, and trash talked her and just basically walked all over her in that match. And, uh, and you know, and you know, Naya being Naya, she, she won the match and trash talked and everything. And, uh-huh. uh, then, and then, um, like we all know, April 15th came around and a whole bunch of wrestlers from WWE were released. And Diana Perrazzo was one of those wrestlers. So yeah. Diana Perrazzo um, has returned to impact. Uh, to challenge Jordan Grace for the Knockouts Championship, and it was a great match. Jordan Grace had a lot of close close calls throughout this match, but Diana Parazzo picked up the win and uh, picked up the Knockouts Championship. And congratulations to Diana Parazzo! Oh
1: yeah, she the, did her. Um, she
2: did a great job winning that championship.
1: Uh, from going uh, from being canceled and cut from WWE's roster to Holding a title once again, or holding a a Uh, title—I don't know if she's had titles prior, but yeah, congratulations. I I, I think
2: I think she might have been Impact Knockouts Championship before, but I'm not positive.
1: So, congratulations to her. I I definitely know Jordan Grace is a very. Strong, strong, tough, thick girl that really uh, had a lot of chemistry with working in the in the ring because she held that title for quite uh, uh, quite amount of time, so definitely you know long reign, but here we have a new champion leading Whoa. in the new uh, era for uh, impact, but yes, con- uh, continue, continue mad attack
2: so now uh, the um, <clears throat> the main event match. Is Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards uh, versus Rich Swan ver- versus Eric Young and Trey. Um, it was uh, well, I guess originally it was a fatal five way originally, but um, it was that was with um, Tessa being champion, but they mm-hmm. they stripped and fired Tessa, and uh, so it became a fatal four way. And there was there was uh to be um a, a mystery opponent a, a mystery competitor named in it and uh so so uh ace Austin is out there and Eddie Edwards is out there and um Trey is out there and and then Rich Swan which Rich Swan comes out. Um he was uh using crutches. And now he comes out and he th- sheds the crutches and uh, walks down to the ring normally and uh, fine and everything. And he got in the ring. And then the next one was Eric Young. And so all of them are in the ring. And Eric Young uh, comes in. And uh, it's a fatal five-way, five-way match for the Impact World Championship. And uh. it, was, it was a great match back and forth. Uh, Trey did a did a sliding, you know how, like, Ray sometimes slides out of the ring to uh, to do, like, a slam on somebody? Well, Trey Trey did this, and Trey did this sliding out and sliding out and then going over somebody and performing a Canadian destroyer from a slide out of the ring. It was amazing. It was amazing.
1: Whoa! Whoa! What? Yeah! A,
2: yeah what so, a spot! What a spot! So, uh, so, um, so it was. It was a. Gr- it was a great uh, back and forth match. Fatal fall way. Eric Young. Um, he may have re-injured Rich Sw- Rich Swan's leg. Um, they're not positive, but he may have injured re-injured Rich Swan's leg, and um, uh, so the. Fi- the final two of the match was Eddie Edwards and Ace Austin, and uh, back and forth they went for a little bit. But Eddie Edwards would come up with the pinfall victory, and um, and somebody would come out. Some uh, I think. Oh yes, Eddie Ed- Eddie Edwards won, but Ace Austin and uh, Ace Austin's buddy. Uh, Madman Fulton Madman Fulton comes back out to the ring and uh, Ace and Madman are uh, about to lay a beat down on Eddie Edwards but who comes to the aid of Eddie Edwards none other than the good brothers themselves K.A. Machine Gun and Big LG Luke Gallows Whoa! Uh, they come, they come
1: That's
2: out. That's how and they, they, they come out. Okay. They, yeah, they come out and they, and uh and at first, they, you know, they were shaking, they were kind of shaking hands with uh Madman and Ace, but uh the, the then they just kind of like ah uh-uh, and they beat down Ace and Madman and uh, they showed respect for Eddie Edwards and uh you, you know uh they kind of all embraced and everything that they were all like together once again, mm-hmm. I guess, and, and everything. And it was, it was, uh, it was a great thing to see. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a real awesome thing. Uh, there were, there were, there was a vignette at the end, um, a vignette of EC3. He is holding, a. it looks like, it looks like he's holding like a glass of wine maybe. And mm-hmm. he just turns around and, and, uh, just throws the glass of wine on the ground. And it it breaks and, and, uh, and it's like, you know, he's just, he, he's talking about narrative, changing the narrative. And, uh, and, and I, I really like how he says that because that intrigues me. You want to come in and change the narrative. Okay, go go do it. I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I want to yeah. see where this goes. Yeah, I want to see I mean, where this goes. You know,
1: he's always been mentioned. He's always been mentioned as you know a physically elite guy. But uh, that's all he's known for is just being a good looking body. And not much more substance that, than that. So, yeah. you know,
0: it would be, so dreamy. It would. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be.
1: It would be good for him to really change what we think and and make assumptions. Um, uh, being what we get to see at face value, we've never saw saw much more of a layer other than he was. I get, honestly, I see him and Brian Cage and I almost see the same exact thing, except the difference is uh, one guy is at AEW and the other guy was stuck in suspension or in, you know, in in the looping world of trying to figure it out. But honestly, if you took EC3 and Brian Cage, it's almost one in the same. two actually mean. But- I,
2: I, 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 I do like I do like that analogy of of them yeah the, um, they they are very, very similar in size. And um and like maybe approach too because they
1: approach look like I mean um, yeah. unless I mean I believe both guys can speak but I just I just they're way way too similar and I guess also the the wrestling fan in me I've always leaned more towards the smaller guys because I like a faster match whereas <laughs> yes, uh, where they're the. Bigger guys, they're just lunking guys, and they just, I, it just never has been exciting because all they can do is, like, be, I guess, a heel and flex, or, you know, yeah. sometimes do like the big Papa Pump. Push ups. It just it it never really made me go. I need to see these guys wrestle in the ring. I mean, for the few times I did enjoy watching Brian Cage, um, in Lucha Underground, I did enjoy. But then he was working with smaller guys in the lucha world, so he has to be quick. That's what they are. Uh, Whereas EC3, I remember watching him on on Impact. You know, I believe what that was 2009. I'm not sure, I'm not, don't fact check me here, but uh, I just remember oh, like, no, seeing not work. Not it was just like uh, it was just seeing another wrestler who was a big muscle guy. I don't want to call him a meathead or anything like that, but it was just no. another muscle man. It was just another muscle man that I again. What? I saw another one and another one and another one. Whereas it's like, I like a character. I like a character. go to the gym, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> taking your, taking your creatine, you know, your, you know, all pump all that clothes iron, clothes. man. Pump that iron, you know, <laughs> the, go to the Bray Wyatt's gym, go you to know, the Bray Wyatt's gym and just work it out in. Pump and flex, but uh, yeah, we. Di- I digress. Uh, continue, Mad Attack. How how did we go next from from uh, the uh, the good brothers being reintroduced? to us, the fans, as well as being on the anniversary, What happened next? Uh,
2: that was basically it. The, they went off the air after that. that oh, that was, that.
1: was oh, that, oh, that's how the show ended. Yes, that's how the show ended, yes. Ah, I got you, got you, got you. Well, <coughs> uh, I, I must say, though, I did see a photo of Luke Gallows. Does he really look a lot different? Like, he's all muscled out now, or he's slimmed down? Because uh, I saw a photo and he just, they, he looked different than what I saw prior to to well than what he was looking like at uh on WWE. It it, it
2: looks like yeah, it looks like he kind of been working out in, in his time, uh you know being quarantined probably. It mm-hmm. Looks like you know maybe he got, you know he just kind of hit. The gym at his house. If he has a gym at his house, I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I he stayed I, active. He stayed active. Yeah, yeah. See, I see a lot of a lot of Carl um, Anderson uh, videos of him at home and everything, and he looks like he's he probably has a gym there. So I'm I'm guessing G- Gallows either either accesses his gym or has his own gym that he can a- access. But yeah, way he stayed active you know
1: okay word word well th- thank you for that mad attack with the facts i appreciate that um, and slamiversary sounds like it went off absolutely wonderful as that they wanted uh, and i'm happy for the results for them trending and uh hope- hopefully they can keep that momentum going yep. and uh, so so we shall head into the next pay-per-view. I'm gonna take my deep <laughs> breath right here because uh this exactly was what they call extreme rules the horror show, and I know why the red for horror, because it was to me watching that show was like oh my gosh, it was a horror show, it was just it was, just, it was watching NASCAR. Uh, but the whole time there was a car crash after car crash so you couldn't look away uh, oh. and uh and I just could not hold myself from from looking away and just being like what am i watching what what did you do with my nine ninety nine WWE? I just want to know what did you do know with <laughs> right. my, I just it, even if you want to take the nine ninety nine away from me, but at least do something appropriate with it. But um, but let's let's go into the show. Uh, let's go into this uh, this pay per view. Uh, what was the, what was the first match? Uh, the the, the first which match was, was the was, the, was
2: the, the, SmackDown, team, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship,
0: which was.
1: Oh no, a oh, great way to start off the pay-per-view I must oh, say. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
2: it was a great match. I thought that, that,
1: that was awesome. That uh, was an uh, awesome match. A great, great, great physical story. match.
2: I uh, I I really I really liked the ending. I mean, I didn't, you know, I love Kofi. I love him, but I I did like the ending. <laughs> I just
1: no, yeah, hey, the it was a so big awesome. spot. It was a big spot. It was uh it was a great great time. I enjoyed the hell out of that match specifically. Uh, and uh definitely hats off to the eight time uh champions holding in the titles that many times. Biggie mm-hmm. yeah. and Kofi Kingston. I also do love that uh that Biggie had C T Vivian and John Lewis uh arm. Oh uh, yeah, 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 which, yeah.
2: I was I was very happy to see that he did that. I that was that's pretty cool.
1: Which those guys were civil rights leaders yes. uh, and yes. for without them, the amount of men and women of of different colors and shades would not have been able to make make way in this world the way they have you know, so uh, rest in peace, ct. Vivian rest in peace, John Lewis, and we will continue the fight forward to both equality. Equity in this world, just uh, being a land for both you and me. So, uh, uh and uh, I love that this match was clear, concise. It told an easy story. Tables match. Uh, mm-hmm. All the competitors. I, I. It wasn't even a tag match. All four men just went at it, mm-hmm. uh, and it was yeah. a beautiful setup with the dual tables and a, a, a hellacious power bomb. From mm-hmm. Cesaro from the from the middle rope onto the tables at the on the ground and uh, and now congratulations to your new tag team SmackDown champions Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura and definitely having those two men being utilized to, to now move forward in the SmackDown arena would be great for using these two men so I definitely enjoyed that match I was super happy with it and uh, we go into what's, what's the next match we go into uh, next
2: is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's Bayley versus Nikki Cross. It was a great back and forth match. I really, I really liked this match. I really liked what I saw out of Nikki. And, you know, uh, Bayley is always, you know, she's, oh, she's a great wrestler a back and forth. a fantastic workhorse. A fantastic match back, back and forth. Uh, the only unfortunate side of it was at the end when. Uh, Sasha Banks handed. um, Sasha Banks has has these uh, brass knuckles that say uh, "boss" on them, Uh, and and, uh, I think one says "boss" and the other says "legit." Is I think I think that's what it is. So, so she handed one of them to Bailey while the referee was you know uh, distracted, and uh, she hands that to Bailey, and Bailey is able to get up and uh punch Nikki Cross in the abdomen yeah. and uh get the win and, and uh and uh, retain her championship. Uh and uh so then <clears throat> mm-hmm. then uh the 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 next match
1: Oh, wait! Hold on. Before you go for so uh, with that dirty hit from um, the role model, so to speak. I mean, yeah. I guess it's you retaining your title. The referee didn't see it, but uh, the dirty tactics continue from them, uh, and uh, I guess the uh, the uh, the throne of dirty player women now instead of it was. Charlotte for a while now is firmly in the grasp of Bailey and she will pull off whatever and whatever tactics she can to retain her title. Um, and that, that picture is clearly concise for, Mm -hmm. for Bailey, uh, pulling off the, the cheap shot. So now we go and, uh, uh, sorry, uh, to Nikki cross, you put on Mm -hmm. a hell of a match, but, uh, Get in, get in the back of the line, and uh, you know, get uh, work it out, gain some more experience. Hopefully, soon you get your another opportunity at the at a title. And I hope uh, we see more of you, Nikki Cross. I definitely do. I I do enjoy Nikki Cross and her. Uh, Sponsor, yeah. I you uh,
0: lose Jerka Durka. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I
2: seriously think at what at one point she will obtain a championship. A so,
1: singles
2: championship? A singles championship. Yeah, y- yes, I I think she is destined for a singles championship because I think she is she is now what Bailey was. Bailey Bailey was well, I mean Nikki is a little bit more pepped up than Bailey, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, like you know when Bailey came uh, through NXT, you know she was you know fun loving and like all hugging and blah 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 and all this other stuff and, and and now Nikki is kind of, is giddy like that, but she uh, but she's more pepped, you know. Bailey was was a little bit more calm and like laid back and everything, you know, uh, mm. she, you know,
1: uh, Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so we got, so we get through that. Uh, we get to, uh, of course, an ominous video of, uh, the Firefly Funhouse, uh, just oh, yeah. a short little pop up. Of uh, laughing, Uh, of course, the most horrible, uh, but the part of the Firefly Funhouse, which was awesome of that, was when uh, Bray Wyatt is talking, and he's not meandering around, but he's talking about one of the most horrible videos that he has ever seen, what prompts is the SmackDown karaoke uh uh shindig that happened from two weeks prior which mm-hmm. i thought was absolutely funny and when he yeah. when he yells at the pa the personal assistant he goes that's not the video that he was asking for i just found that quite comical um,
2: yeah, yeah 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 i i like that too that was pretty funny uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I
1: truly found that quite comical so uh, you know thank <laughs> yeah, you for yeah. defi- also finding the humor and um oh, your your man EC3 is back. He he just set his sights on Moose. EC3 is back. He cut his hair now. He has a a, a mini mohawk, and he set his target on Moose. And uh, oh, that's but, cool. But, I like that. I so, like that. So he's gonna I go after that that, that move. Um, I, yeah, and we'll see. Yeah, I guess when you get a mohawk, it, it, you're supposed to be edgy now. But uh, we'll see where <laughs> e, we'll see where EC3 goes. But um, let's go get back to it. So now we get to the point of we find out MVP heads to the ring. We find out that Apollo Cruz was injured uh, by the hands of Bobby Lashley and his full Nelson. Uh, and he couldn't pass his physical. I don't know if that's a part of the story or if he's actually injured, but um, MVP just goes, grabs the United States title, and gets it put around his waist and declares himself as the new uh, United States champion. What kind of frustrated me about this is at least somebody, anybody from the back could have been like, yo, look, Let's impromptu you versus me Uh, for that. And even if MVP wins, at least somebody challenges and then you have a match.
2: Yeah. yeah, um, You you know, I had been, I I have been like kind of curious about, you know, what's going on with Apollo Cruz and, 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 uh, you know, like it doesn't matter either. What, what MVP is doing is very, very disrespectful to the championship and to the current champion, you know. So, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. But um, I have some breaking news to report about Apollo Cruz. Apollo, oh, no. Cru- Apollo Cruz has coronavirus.
1: Oh, okay. That yeah, that really changes things. Okay, all right. But that that is a really misfortunate thing. And, um, you know, I I hope his health, I hope he gets healthy and, you know, that just lets you know, everyone has to be cautious and careful and Mm -hmm. try to do the best that they can do to stay healthy as possible. Keep your immune system, do whatever you can to keep yourself healthy. And, uh, Again, this virus isn't going anywhere. It affects oh. every facet of our lives, and we're just hoping everyone can stay healthy. Uh, but as again, to the to let's just stay inside the ring for the moment mm-hmm. being is at least they could have had somebody come out. They could have had Ricochet yes. been like come yeah. to the ring and fight it out with MVP, and they could have had just, a match. Even if,
2: exactly, even yeah.
1: if he had lost you could have still been like, okay, you could have still had a match. But instead, it was put the belt around him, ta-da, it's over. But um, that was my biggest gripe about him putting the title around his waist. At least put a match on because we're watching this pay-per-view and I didn't expect that to occur. But, hey, you know, we'll see as this story develops between the – How do they, the Hurt hurt Business, their MVP and Bobby Lashley are in the Hurt Business, and and they're looking to uh, obtain more gold, and uh, we'll continue on. And I want to, before I go any further, I want to pass it off to Carter Riley to uh, plug us through and ring addicts, how you can reach us, message us, questions, (laughs) comments, concerns, please hit us up. Uh, I'll pass it on to you, Carter Riley.
0: No problem. Thank you, Blaze. You can email the podcast at ringaddictspod. That's ringaddictspod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at ringaddictspod. You can join the Facebook group, www.facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash addicts. If you're a walkie-talkie enthusiast, join us on Zello. The channel name is Ring Addicts. Uh, You can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and as always, our podcast is sponsored by and brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Download it on your phone's app store today, or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: And again, I want to thank you first-time listeners, day one's all... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Every single one of you that listen, passerbys, uh, wrestling fans, I love you from the bottom of my heart, from the middle rope to the top rope, corner to corner, turnbuckle to turnbuckle, off the top rope with an RVD frog splash. I want you to know that we are telling you nothing but the truth because this is what we love. We love the ring, and we are addicts of the ring. As we go into the next part, that was the horror to the show. Could you could you take this away from me, Matt
2: Yes. <clears throat> uh, the next match was uh, Seth Seth versus Ray. It, w- it was it was really a gr- a great match, uh, or, or, or like back and forth, lots of. Lots of close calls for both competitors in you know losing their eyes you know, that because that's how you win this match uh, it, it, you have to uh extract uh your opponent's eye from his head and, uh so so um it, was, it you know lots of close calls for both of them, but finally uh seth uh dropped toll hold dropped toll hold. Uh, Ray into uh, the into the steel steps, and he uh, took Ray by his head, and you know just gouged his eye. Yeah, g- gouged his eye, like uh, and um and I, I, I think the call was from Joe Samoa Joe. He said he said it's out, it's out, and uh the, and uh the referee rang the bell. Um, well, obviously the re- the referee made the call of it's out, but like, but Joe on commentary uh, was making the call. Oh, it's out! It's out! And uh, and so the ref rings the bell, and uh, I guess Rollins Rollins before the referee the called for the bell. Rollins was walking back towards Ray to to, to go back at him, but he, he I guess. I guess Rollins uh, kind of ca- caught a glimpse of, of Ray's eye like being out of its socket. If, but, you know, um, we're keeping this cave, babe. But, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, uh, you, you know, so, so Rollins looks back and sees, and sees that. And uh, right away, Rollins turns away. And over at the other side of the arena, you, at the other side of the ring, he's uh, puking. And uh, no- noticeably puking. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. So uh, um- he's gonna puke.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely did puke. He
2: definitely yeah.
1: puke. I had to look away. And this, it, it was uh, not only was this match it went down, but it, it to me it was just a stolen hack bit job. It was a stolen bit from none other than AEW doing it first, and yes, uh, that—that exactly. that to me was you. You have a multi-hundred million dollar company just copying another company stuff, and you know, I know, I know. Obviously, Chris Jericho must have been. Just not not so much laughing, but just been like you know you got two guys that one is arguably a first ballot Hall of Famer that is uh, Ray Mysterio, but then you have uh, the growing that is a, a going to be a Hall of Famer, Seth Rollins, and both men can't come out of this any way possibly better, instead it's it pretty much. It kind of really hurts not only uh, Seth Rollins, but it also, to me, it also hurts Rey Mysterio because it's like, this guy's a legend and that's how you're going to write him off The show is this eye gouge. But then you also have, uh, my memory doesn't fade, and you have the uh, incident with uh, Seth Rollins pulling the uh, Hell in a Cell uh, steel uh, steel Box moved to uh, the Fiend, and this is again a second time where Seth Rollins has to do two things that I don't feel like he should have done, and this is not this is not the way his career should be going, in my opinion. I do enjoy his um his character, the Monday Night Messiah, but just these. Spots and stunts, he it should yeah. be him doing. I mean, yeah. I did, I definitely do enjoy his earlier spots, like you know the the concrete brick to to Dean Ambrose, and like you know he pulled some really good spots in his career. But this one the, wasn't the one that we wanted, or at least I wanted no. to see. In truth, no, honestly. no,
2: no, no. But uh, um, at the at the same time, I want to. I, I do want to point out uh just a uh, 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 small little funny thing uh yeah it, when we say and and yes it um it was w w e that copied a e w in this eye for an eye but uh the funny part about, uh, the funny inside part about this is that the the what a e w did was moxley versus uh I think it was Santana. I yes, think it was Santana. yes. Uh, Moxley versus Santana, and uh, WWE copies it with Rollins and Rey Mysterio. So, uh, um, I, 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 I don't think uh, Moxley and Rollins text all often, but I I, I I think I think they must have been texting uh, like this past weekend you know, at least this past weekend uh, about this whole uh, WWE copying AEW, you know?
1: It, it, yeah. Like, it's too... It's so blatant that it, it's... Just...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, kids,
0: I'm... it's all fun and games until you lose an eye. After yes. a Mysterio.
1: Yeah,
0: it's...
2: Conor Riley, you did. That's awesome, dude. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: <laughs> And so, uh, and uh, and thank you. The bell was rung, and we can move on with the night. And um, yeah. I just come on. Just come up with your own stories. And uh, you have wrestlers that can actually wrestle. I mean, it... Yeah. I just think there could be better ways for the product to be presented. And I'm not even going to call out Vince, but the creative writing team is absolutely trash. You mean to tell me you're a $100 million business and the writers are just that bad? The stories just are convoluted they yep. some of them are make sense because they're short and precise and they make to the point but these main event players in the game like you you're making this grotesque and and i and I have to shoot to a, um, to something that i i I asked Matt attack to listen to I don't know if he did, but it was a podcast of Chris Jericho having a conversation. With uh, John Moxley and him talking about the writing, and me just sitting there going, "This is just cringe-worthy writing," and it, it's not even the athlete's fault; it's the writer. So I'm going to call the Why uh, uh, You Skateboarding Award to the creative writing team. You goddamn fucking skateboarders!
0: Goddamn skateboarders again! <laughs>
1: yeah. So there, there we're gonna, there oh, we go. Uh,
2: Yes. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on that one. I'll agree I'll agree with you on that one. Absolutely, crash. Yeah.
1: Trash. Uh, uh,
2: if I mean I mean even Triple H said, "Oh, it's good sportsmanship," or or, or it's or it's good uh, competition or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think yeah, it, it is kind of, but you took you took it to the too far. Yeah, you, you know you yeah. like, I mean, if you wanted to say eye for an eye and, and just, you know, like like, uh oh, um, they get a cut maybe above their eye on their forehead. Yeah, I'm like, okay, the, the, then, I mean, I know it's kind of it's kind of misleading, but like, I, I, I yeah. don't think I don't think going for the actual eye for an eye thing was the smart thing to do. I think I think they they should have played it out the way AEW played it out. AEW didn't actually play it out like, yeah. like somebody was actually going to lose an eye. Yeah, we uh, get it know? as
1: fans. We get well, it. We're not we're not dumb like but, yeah, not well, like that.
2: Yeah, exactly. You, you know that's not that's not what we're <laughs> okay.
1: Let's let let us not hold hold the hold the show up. Let's continue on. Let's get to the to the next part of this. Uh, we get to finally something a little bit better. The we finally get to uh, a match worth talking about, which I was holding as my match of the night: Oscar versus Sasha Banks and I thought was an absolutely five-star match. But again, horror peaks its ugly head with the murky ending of, of Bailey interrupting the match, throwing the, uh, her tag team title into the ring to distract the referee, then uh, planning to hit, obviously hit, uh, Asuka with the title, but of course, you know, Skyrie sane is ringside assists uh, Asuka in providing her the the green mist sprays it uh, into the eyes of the referee. The referee is blinded. Sasha Banks hits um, Asuka with the title in the back of the head. Bailey comes into the ring, puts on the referee shirt. And therefore counts the pin, and and they steal the title. Not only do they steal the title, but they yell at the ring announcer to ring the bell, where everybody is sitting there going, "What is going on?" At, at to take a five star match and throw it down the trash like that is again. It goes to the writing. To me, the goddamn skateboarders, right? Writing this, shit. you, you, how do you, how do you fuck up two? Top-notch women wrestlers, like,
0: really. It sounds like one of those, like, parts in a Jason movie where, like, everything's going so good, and then all of a sudden Jason pops out of nowhere and stabs your friend to death, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 but But, but
2: I, I, hey, I just want to put it out there for the WWE creative writing team. If you guys are listening, we are working on getting... Why are you skateboarding trophies together and you will be the first ones to get it?
1: <laughs> oh, that, yeah, mail them, mail them a trophy, but they're probably gonna get, I don't know, chances are, uh, knowing Vince, he'll end up giving them bonuses and send them packing because you know that's what he does. Um. So again, we end up with them, uh, we, uh, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey stealing the stealing Oscar's title and running off with it and gloating about holding all the gold. Um, but uh, let, let's not hold this up and continue on to an actual match that had a beginning, middle, and end. We get to Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre for the Raw men's title. And uh, the caveat to this match was Ziggler was not going to tell until the match actually began. And what he did was made it an extreme rules match in Dolph Ziggler's favor, but Drew McIntyre had to play by the clean rules, which was an absolutely great stipulation, told an awesome story in the ring. Yeah. You know that he could use yeah. that Ziggler could use chairs and tables yeah. and whatever to his demise, and whatever he could think of, and 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 uh, McIntyre could not use anything, and just had to use his pure strength. And what a way to show this match off. I enjoyed the absolute hell out of this match Mm -hmm. between Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. And alas, after Ziggler pulling off every stunt he could possibly pull, which my favorite spot of this match was the elbow drop from the top onto the table. The amount of height that he was able to get was was a great great spot. Um, But after using everything to his, uh, his domain, he was yep. not able to win and was pinned, uh, was hit by the Claymore and pinned one, two, yep. three. And, and still, the Raw men's title yep. is held in the hands of Drew McIntyre, which I'm happy with. But yep. the story had a beginning, a middle, and an end.
2: Yes, and, and I just w- want to point something out, too, because I, th- I, I just think it should be pointed out. Um, yeah. B- um, in that spot with the table, um, at that point, that match kind of became a last-man-standing match for Drew McIntyre. He had to reach the ring again by the count of ten, or he was no longer champion. You know, yeah, so that right. that was kind of like a last man standing match for him. You know, at that point, and then he gets back in the ring, and you know, finally hits the Claymore one, two, three. He he retains the title. Hats off to Drew McIntyre, buddy. You're you're hell of a competitor. If you can reach the ring uh, before ten after being driven through a table uh, by an elbow drop. <laughs> Uh, congratulations mm-hmm. buddy <laughs> you know yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Tough so, guy. Tough guy. And it was it was it was a good match and i was happy with what they did in the ring and especially for both of these gentlemen being absolutely superstars and professionals that that they could put on a great match in the ring and uh so we go into the horror part of the evening the main event the swamp fight, which I thought was going to actually be for the title, but apparently I found out that it it, it wasn't. Oh, you the didn't title. know?
2: I thought. I, I I thought I thought I I told you. i I I thought we. Oh no! No, no I I
1: think I I think honestly I assumed it. I didn't. I mean, yeah. I don't think we even talked about it. We, uh, maybe we didn't. As, as no, maybe we didn't.
2: Yeah. yeah, we
1: didn't. We just mentioned that it was a main event swamp fight. And the swamp yeah. fight, blah blah blah. But I don't think they even mentioned that. And one that became evident to me was when uh, Braun Strowman <clears throat> got out of the car, wasn't holding the title or anything. So that made me go, "Oh, oh yeah, this, yeah, this is not for the title." So mm-hmm. that made that made it the thought of this match change to me. Uh, I did enjoy the story of this match. I think Bron- uh, Bray can put on a. An absolutely great, compelling story on in his vignettes and um and especially he did the you know that's kind of his thing that his motif that he likes he's creative outlets of matches that have a different perspective. And especially since, since the, since coronavirus that we're dealing with uh, with the, with these matches uh, you had um, Undertaker and AJ Styles pull off the Boneyard match, which was a great, great match. Um, and you had both John Cena and Bray Wyatt pull off the, the uh, what was it? The, I don't even know what what you would call that match that they had. Uh, but it was another cinematic match if we if Oh, you
2: know. oh, oh uh, uh, they called that the uh Firefly Funhouse match, I think. Oh, okay.
1: So it was Firefly yeah. Funhouse. So like what seeing these these matches that just had had been uh happening, so we've had enough yeah. of them to to really now gauge what they were going to be. The, but this was this was a fight they they told the story inside inside the <laughs> elements of their history of them being a part of the family the wider yeah. family and the compound so i i did like them um it was really interesting what they did with uh alexa bliss turning oh man
2: um i just want uh, i just want to no, say hey, first just uh, real quick first there was like a, a while ago, like uh, what was a year ago, that yeah. they were talking about doing this sister Abigail character, yeah. and they kept saying, "Oh, we're gonna, oh, it's gonna be Nikki, it's gonna be Nikki, it's gonna be Nikki." But they, uh, then they they turned the corner with Nikki, and she ended up being Alexa Bliss's kind of like lackey, but now. Yeah. But now they're kind of like the rock and sock connection of uh, of the modern era, uh, yeah. the female version, you know. Yeah. And 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 I do like that. But I think I think they really had something at first when they were thinking about. Uh, Making Nikki the, the sister Abigail because her career in NXT and and then a little bit when she got up to WWE, yeah, she was, she was looked at as a sadistic person. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think you you really had something there with that. If you added Nikki Cross as as the sister Abigail, but instead instead. You put her with Alexa Bliss, and now Alexa Bliss is is Sister Abigail. And mm-hmm. there was yeah. a point where they were thinking of having lived be Sister Abigail, and then and then they kind of that rumor kind of died died down almost as quickly, but not as quickly. But uh, but ah. yeah, yeah. So um, I. You know, I'm happy that they've introduced this uh, the sister Abigail, but um, uh, uh, my only my only thing is it is um, you previewed it a year ago and you previewed it with two other superstars and now you you're doing it with this superstar i'm not saying alexa bliss is can't fit the role role i think alexa bliss it can definitely fit the role because i think alexa bliss ha- has that ability to be like any character she wants to be she's yeah. uh, she's gold she's gold alexa bliss is gold she is the the modern day rock you know, she's
1: the, uh, wow. I, that's a high. That's a high bar. To put yeah, her
2: she's she's the modern day of the rock. You know, and I just uh, I just I I like the way her career is going. She's she, she's three or four time um, SmackDown Women's Champion and like. Two or three time raw women's champion. And she's held the, uh, the tag team championship a couple of times. I mean, I, I don't, I don't remember her holding the NXT women's championship, but I, but I, I know if, you know, if they had noticed this sparkle in her when she was at NXT, I think she would have held the NXT championship, but she, she's, she's, she, uh, she's outstanding. She she can be any character she wants, and she's gonna make it be whatever it, it is is meant to be. You, you know, uh, horrific, horrifying. Yeah, you, you know, I, I'm like she was. She uh, like that was a very demonic Alexa Bliss, and I and I uh, I just. You know, I was I was mesmerized by it, not in not in like a in like a sexual type of way. Just I was mesmerized that that uh, they hit the spot with that. You know, that uh, like I'm genuinely respectful of the of that. You know, that was like great. Hmm. You know,
1: Uh, I I, I liked it. We'll see. Definitely. Uh, so them unveiling that uh, caveat, we'll we'll definitely see. But uh, as the as the swamp fight continues, uh, we get a back and forth between Strowman and uh, uh, Bray. Uh, they end up in the in the swamp, uh, duking it out. And then uh, when um what is it um Braun Strowman is coming out of it. He gets hit with the mandible claw, and gets pulled back into the swamp. And right, and as as the water's shifting, there's a transformation occurring. And of course, none other than the fiend emerges from uh, from the water, mm-hmm. and pretty much foreshadows uh, that there's going to be a trilogy to this, and it's going to be Braun Strowman versus the fiend. So, therefore, uh, I guess unofficially, um, Bray Wyatt wins. And, uh, and again, we're going to see The Fiend back. And uh, I'm truly excited for The Fiend. I have always enjoyed The Fiend. uh, And uh, I've let him in. And you better let let him in. uh, Because... uh... Yeah. He's one of the saving graces to the creative elements that is wrestling. Oh, oh and... yes.
2: Over the past year, um, I think, uh, I think uh, maybe 50 to 75% of what um, Bray is doing is holding the creative, creative processes together you know
1: yeah you know because yes. like
2: it's it, 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 it's it's horrifying it's it, it's uh entertaining it's it, it's everything you want it to be and it's just awesome i just yes. I enjoy it so much you know uh, and
1: especially the the fiend is quite a visceral character uh, mm-hmm. multi personality so it's uh i'm excited to see the fiend in uh this part of it, and I also wonder if when the being that it's the fiend, are we now no longer going to get Bray firefly funhouse or is it going to be directly into the fiend immediately um but we'll find out and that's that's the yeah. hook line and sinker to the fiend yeah, i'm already hooked
2: I I, I I won't i won't say anything but uh i'm i've i've read some rumors about about what you just talked about and uh, uh and it, i'm not gonna say anything i'm i'm gonna leave everybody to be surprised but i yes but i i, I read an article and uh it's gonna be good
1: okay it's be good. Uh, then uh, and uh, that's where that's where we're gonna end it for for myself. Um, I'm Blaze. I'm I'm joined by Matt Attack. I think we've covered both of these pay per views quite extensively. Uh, mm-hmm. One show went amazing. Uh, hats off to Slammiversary. and what. Uh, one- WWE horror show you need to go back to the drawing books and one of the one of the things that I always find fascinating with WWE they always love to say that they're trending and I didn't see that mentioned yeah.
2: I didn't hear that mentioned at all during during. Horror, so so
1: so, uh, so WWE get back to the drawing boards and uh we'll, and that's it for myself. Blaze, do mm-hmm. you have anything extra you need to add, Mad Attack, uh, for these um, two pay per views?
2: Yeah, uh, pretty much the same thing, really. Yeah, uh, like like a uh, WWE uh, writing team. You know, uh, you, you guys got to step it back up uh, a little bit. I know I'm reading Vince is not worried at all about the low viewership. But um, I uh, honestly think, uh, you know, somebody there should, behind the scenes should be worried in some type of way. Because, like, uh, if you're getting beaten up by on the over the weekend when you have extreme rules. how how else uh, do you think you're going to do against AEW, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a true question. And uh, anything else you need to add, uh, Carter Riley?
0: Nope, just the outro plug.
1: Uh, All right, and that's it for us. And uh, stay tuned for more, folks. Thank you, thank you again, uh, first-time listeners. Day one, listeners, we appreciate all listens. Likes, follows, subscribe. Please continue to follow us. We ain't shit right now, but we are going to grow and get better and better every single day with uh, being a ring addict. We are true fans, and we love this business, and we just want wrestling to get better. And that's mm-hmm. it for me, Blaze. Um, and we Carter Riley, sign
0: us off. Recorded live from the Rantoul Street Studio in Beverly, Massachusetts, this was Ring Addicts, your home for combat sports. Email the podcast at Ring Addicts Pod. That's Ring Addicts Pod, P O D, at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Ring Addicts Pod. You can join us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Ring Addicts. You can join us on Zello, the channel is Ring Addicts. You can also listen to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. And as always, our podcast is sponsored by and brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Download it on your phone's app store today or go to anchor.fm to get started. For Matt Attack, for Blaze, I am Carter Riley. We'll catch you guys again. Be safe, everybody. Let us in.